There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Glorious Wednesday. People are now sending the list of legends over. And there are a lot of them are still, you know, there are legends, but there aren't any from uh, this generation. People have, you brought up Howard Cosell. Yeah. Uh, Al Michaels, probably the closest thing. Eric, Eric Bryan from uh, Precision and New AC Unit. That's a good one. Uh, Al Michaels is solid. Summerall fit in them, but he was, you know, from the 60s and 70s. Yeah. Jim Nance. Nance is good, but Nance is, again, that typical vanilla, nothing special broadcaster. I mean, there's nothing about – Jim Nance does a great job, but I don't think he's in that, oh, my God, it's a Jim Nance game. He does a really nice job. He is, again, the victim of the television being more important than he just says what's on it. And he's not a personality. You don't know Jim Nance's personality. He seems to be the guy who has, you know, hello, friends. Just, he's good. Would he be on the Mount Rushmore broadcast? Makes it look now? effortless. Yeah. Well, he's good at it. There's, I mean, it's not, it's not, that doesn't make you a legend. You're good at it. You're good I at mean, it. And that's what the thing about Vince Scully. It wasn't like he was over the top. He just No, but he was there's miss so special, so much different than anything else. I mean, again, the, the, if Camelback Mountain said put up broadcasters, put a fate, there's one. That's it. Radio. Somebody asked me and said, uh, what about radio? Radio used to be littered with them. Wolfman Jack and, you know, uh, Casey, thousands yeah. of people you just knew. And now it's basically stern. And to a small degree, because the dude can't be ignored, Ryan Seacrest. And it isn't because, and he does a good job. But I mean, you want to talk about vanilla play by the rules, uh, you know, no personality, but here's my personality because this is what the book says personality looks like. But Stern's the only one in radio that, like, I mean, he's, again, he's the Vince Scully of radio. Rush Limbaugh was a different uh, broadcast type. But, yeah, he was, for talk radio, brilliant. But nobody, like, everybody knows Stern. Rush is probably the second one. He's been he's dead, too. But, I mean, that's of our era. There's not much. Yeah, of our era, yeah. Yeah. And radio killed itself that way. A lot of things, too. I think the Internet's done a, a real disservice to what was kind of cool things before. When it you know comes to building, because it's taken away, it's taken away the fun of not knowing the person. I think that's where Twitter and Facebook suck so bad. Before that, Paul Harvey, before Stern. No, yeah. there were billions yeah. of them before that. I mean, they were they were America's icons, and you only had like two or three choices, so you had to be great at it to get the job. Now, anybody with a 
TikTok can call themselves a broadcaster or, you know, anything. And they do. And they do. I'm a model. I'm an influencer. I have my own podcast. Anybody can do it now. So the special, the special part is no good. The cream doesn't always rise. Uh, like it's, it's, I've never would have guessed. Ten years ago, you'd have never said, "Hey, Joe Rogan's going to be the most popular, and he's going to be great at it at, at the podcast." I'm like, "No way! He's amazing. I, I think he's better at that than he's ever been at being a comedian." Yeah, I think Joe Rogan's had a lot of training and a lot of experience too. On, not really with podcasting. He the, jumped well, in like all these other comedians, and then just was the guy who. And why do we love Joe Rogan? He's uh, unfiltered. They were worried when he left to go to Spotify. Oh, they're going to own him. The money's got him now. We all know deep down that once the money gets hold of, like once the corporate. There's going to uh, be some bumps. The corporate weight sits on top of you. You're like, you're not allowed to say that. Don't do this. Don't. When you're the podcast thing. Let's that was eliminate the fun of it. this uh, episode. You know, the fun of it all was he can do whatever he wants. He's not under the umbrella of some money guy saying you can't say that. Man, wrecked it all. What are you going to do? Mean Gene Okerlund. Mean Gene. Now that, in wrestling, there's yeah. nobody. He and uh, 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 good call, the, King, right. the King, Jerry Lawler. Yeah. Lawler, and, oh, yeah, that Mean Gene. That, he's the Vin Scully of wrestling. And Doc Emmerich, the, uh, I think that was his, uh, well, last year was his last year, the hockey guy. He was brilliant. You didn't have to like hockey, but nobody called a hockey game better than that dude. And I don't think you can, like, calling hockey on the radio. We had a dude named Bob Heathouse here in town. I don't know if Bob still does it, but he was he, good. Heathouse was incredible. Yeah. He could call a hockey game on radio that would blow your mind. And it wasn't just, you know, the puck skating around, stories, everything. You could it follow. Was amazing. He does, does he still do it? Yeah. I, don't, I don't know where he find Coyotes hockey on the radio. Uh, good question. <laughs> yeah, it's a great question. It used to be on 910, and I think it flipped. Well, we had it at. KDKB we when had we first started. Went to ESPN, yeah. went to 910. Who knows? But bounced he, around like heater will, search he, for a stadium. To this day, I don't think there's any, including Al McCoy, nobody's smoother than Bob Heathouse calling a radio sport. Remember uh, Brian The governor? Bou- He's just <laughs> almost a thing. Remember Brian Boucher's streak? <laughs> oh, yeah, Heathouse yeah. W- covered that and got yeah. very kind of National recognition. Yeah, oh, yeah, got, oh, no, yeah, there. Yeah, it was definitely touched by it. Yeah, we don't have much, but it'll be all right. Someday we'll all be like, Tony Romo's okay. I guess that's a good one. We don't really have the legends. I do think, though, oh, and that, by the way, I don't know how I'm even getting on this right now. Vince Scully distracted me. I've never felt more American in my life than watching and reading about how we killed Al-Zawari Zakari Hari. This is the best America can ever be. Joe Biden, I'm not a big fan of yours, but this is the best thing you've ever done. They, they monitored the leader of Al-Qaeda. So patient. For months. Timed him. He's on the patio every day at like 12.05. Comes out on this little balcony. We got this. You see that little thing? Drone strike. What's the drone strike? A warhead? No. We're not throwing a warhead and we're going to waste that. We're going to... Blow out the missile we don't admit having until we use it, the Ginsu <laughs> blade. blade missile. It doesn't explode. It's, it's the greatest thing America has ever invented. It, it's ama- CIA has said for years, nah, it's not in our arsenal. We don't use that thing. It's too violent. It's basically six, it's a six massive fan blade uh, sharpened to, you can't even imagine how sharp. It blows through walls. It doesn't blow up. 
It's just strong enough that these blades will cut through a wall and open up. They hit him directly with it. Nice. It didn't go through a building. He's standing out in a stupid patio because that's what you do. You imagine the followers seeing yeah. that on oh, his patio. The neighbor. Going, hey, whoa. There was it's a like neighbor. From the boys. I'm out of here. Yeah. And I was reading about it. The neighbor said they heard a thump and glass break and eviscerated him. It's the R9X Hellfire six spring loaded sharp blade. America. <laughs> it shoots him out when it gets to about where it's supposed to be. The blades come out, and they just are, like, ready to die and slice you like bread. I love this country. And if we think that is something we shouldn't be shooting at people like crazy, we're wrong. Like, let's get on this. It almost makes me want to join up with Ukraine just so we can fire a few more of these things at people, and we'll get footage of it. It'll be awesome. Jet-fueled ninja blender coming right at you. Of course, there are people now saying, that it's too violent. Of course. What would have been better? No, it is ki- not violent, right. but, but uh, yeah. that's too violent. Only one casualty, right? They killed one dude. Yeah. The dude they hit with the blade thing. The Ginsu, Let's they go back to the old way to take out part of a building. The, the, it, unidentifiable. Because it just goes... And that's the noise you hear as the dude gets diced up like a, like a slap chop. And we like, took him like out. Vince? We Vince yeah. slap-chopped the leader of Al-Qaeda. And somebody complained, why do we have such violent weapons? You know, he might have been bad, but no human deserves to die that way. Uh-huh. You just got a pound of salsa. The only thing missing to me in this was that it doesn't, uh, like, the president's pee should be in a bag. And and it should, when the Ginsu gets him, then it just pisses all over the guy. <laughs> And his dead body right there on the patio. And then when they come and do all the works, like, did Joe Biden show up and piss all over the... Yes, he did. That's the only thing missing. Miss, it's too violent for one... I don't care what that man did. No one deserves a death like that. (laughs) Yeah. uh, We didn't add piss. And maybe even Joe Biden's, because you know he's got loose stools, some feces that just flies out of the bomb, too. I was going to say maybe everybody touches it with their left hand before it goes off. Look, we're at war with these more. I got to go back to my America music. It gets me excited. What a statement, too, because oh. it's like you can't even step out on your patio anymore. No, if you're anyone else involved over they there, they called it a safe house, and they shot him in his safe house, which is perfect. Yeah, I'm going to take a little uh, coffee break and stand on the patio and enjoy, you know, Kabul sunrise, and then a little piss and Joe Biden turds. And then they go up and oh, we covered the feces and it's everywhere. They chop the Imagine that call. Bits. Take him out, sundown. Take him out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what do you call him, Maverick? The drone. <laughs> Better still, no one's really responsible for it. There's a drone that somebody just went, there he is. Enter. Hit the button. The drone will do it. And <laughs> diced him up. I say we get rid of all warheads and just build bigger ones of these. These Dyson slicers. America's slap chop army would be the best thing ever. <laughs> And I'll tell you right now, a whole group would surrender. If you're standing there and you're, you see a missile coming in and it hits a dude and just turns him into diced carrots, <laughs> you're going to be like, uh, they got more of those? Because that's not how I want to die. I'll take a bullet for my country, but I'm not going out like that. Just evidently just sliced him to bits. Oh, it's got to be you, video on it somewhere. US, uh, please. I'm, has I'm looking, to be. I'm the drone. They won't ever release that. No, the drone, they can't. Get you know why? Because already just the just the articles about it have made pacifist assholes 
start to feel sorry for the dude. It'll get out. Some oh, hacker will get so. it out there somewhere. God, I hope you're right, Brett. I hope we get to see that. And I, and I would, Saddam Hussein video got out. And we'll put it on a loop. <laughs> the best one that came out was the Qaddafi getting stabbed in the ass by his own people with that knife. Yeah. That was that video popping out was great. And that was nobody deserves to. I started to feel sorry for Qaddafi for a little bit. I'm like, just end him already. But that dude that took that knife, yes. goes, look, 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 oh. he looks at the camera first, like, look what I'm going to do. And you're like, what's he going to do with that? And just starts stabbing him in the a-hole <laughs> with a knife. And Qaddafi's eyes are still like, oh, God. oh come on. What? Hemorrhoids. <laughs> was it that bad? Really, was it that bad? I mean, you ate. <laughs> and he did it real quick. Like four or five. Oh. Gaddafi didn't have a fighting chance. I love those videos. I like when our bad guys get that. But Joe Biden, your feeble little paw, the same way that they gave that hammer to Grandpa in uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and tried to have him hit that girl in the head with it. And he was, uh, that's what they did with this yesterday. I think they picked his feeble hand up and then pushed it down for him. It's the best thing Biden's ever done. That's your legacy, Joe. Don't hide from it. Got him, sliced him up, Jack. Give him a COVID and I pissed on him. Yeah. A bag of piss shoots out of every one of those. Presidential urine. We should save every time Joe goes. It should be bagged up, put on top of one of these things. Just waiting is our our insane hatred for anybody that wants to blow us up. Take, Take one of those. Two months they said they had this guy hemmed up. They know where he Timing is. Timing. And then on they're that just patio. sitting there just watching, like, All right, let's see what he does. He's got habits. Everybody's got habits. I always think of that in the morning. Like, I have a habit. I do the routine. Like, I'm in my routine, and somebody wants to ice me. I'm in the same spot pretty much. At one point or another during the day, you're always in the same spot. Every one of us. And they sat and watched. There he is. He does this every day. And Timed and it. throughout history, you read about the guys that couldn't stay in the same place for over two uh, nights or right. every night they had to change. My buddy uh, Danny was a sniper, and he tell he used to tell me a story about laying a mile away, gun on a guy, and said, days going by, where we're watching this little shack that had a, a soda machine outside of it. And for whatever reason, these guys had the soda machine, and he's like, we sat and watched them, and, the guy, and, and the, at the time, when you snipe something, you have to... You have to. You don't just shoot and he falls. Like you pull the trigger and there's a bunch of time as that bullet travels that distance. So he's like, I'd see that door open, and this one dude that came out every morning had to go get himself a soda or whatever was in that machine because I knew there were two other guys inside. So my job was to make sure that the wind was right, everything was good, and I could, uh, I could, I could do this. And the guy comes out, he would stretch and walk over to the machine. He said, the second the stretch ended, I'd shoot the machine. And he goes, anticipation and the dude would walk the right on over. And he goes, into it. He goes, got him. And he said, but then I knew when they heard that dude fall, there was another guy coming out the door. He said, so I'd shoot the machine. I'd go back. I'd count two, shoot the doorway. And sure enough, he said, the door's opening. <laughs> two for two. The guy's gone. And he said, and then we're in trouble because the third guy's going to know. So our guys are going in. And I'm like, that's incredible because we had to sit and watch that. Time it. How long do I have from here to here? How long is the bullet going to take? How long is this? How long is that? It is unbelievable what our military does. Look at this. Slices. Is this somebody talking about it? Oh, yeah. is this? Is she mad about it or, or something? Target, but really you got to turn it up. 
manage to get to the target and not harm anyone around the vicinity. This is India today. We're getting compliments from the one video I can find. Has managed to get its target with much precision. It can be launched from air, sea, and ground. Did you hear the homo efforts? Tom Brennan doing this. Have managed to use with much precision and weighs about 45 kgs. Well, this missile has reached its target. Eventually, the United States, we see, has finally shot down or struck down the man who plotted the 9/11 attacks, and they've used this missile, which has range that varies from 500. It took us 22 years. We're like, we got you. We will not forget this. I love it. I love every second of it. India's bragging on us. It's 90 pounds. It's like chucking a fourth grade boy into a person with knives. We launched, a, four, we launched a fourth grade boy with like the most vicious, sharp blades you've ever seen in your life into another guy. It just, it's Popped awesome. up on candy at Halloween. Yeah, it's just juiced up and floating at you with Ginsu knives. And he's coming in at breakneck speeds. When he hits you, you're going to lose your breath, and then he's just going to cut you in thirds. I'm so proud of Five that. Five miles away. That's, that's, and look at the damage. Like barely any. Nothing. Broke yeah, a window. Nothing. Broke a window. Didn't hurt anybody else. Yeah, there were, those were the pictures I was looking at yesterday. And they're like, he'd come out on that, <laughs> that window and just, and they ended his ass. Ah, oh, thank you to our service. Thank you to everybody who invents that kind of stuff. I, for one, will never apologize for dicing up a bad guy. I like, I think we should do it on death row more often. You heard me, death row. You might be listening now. I ain't scared. I love all the articles that you find online now. Everything you need to know about the secret weapon. <laughs> well, because I watched a thing the other day when they were like, in the past, uh, when asked about this missile, the CIA didn't have much to say. Like, ah, oh, there's a lot of rumors about things we have and don't have. That's not in our arsenal. It is a thing, but uh, we find it to be, uh, you know, somewhat useless in situ- <laughs> until yesterday. They're like, uh, we still got that bladed thing. We're sitting on a bunch of them. Yeah. It's nicknamed the Ginsu. <laughs> Because it just chops, slices, and dices. See this nail? And I don't know how it does it, but it cuts through. Like, if it hits a wall, it'll go through and still be just fine getting to the other side. And still make julienne fries. Yeah, yeah, yep. And then you can pick it up and start making steaks and stuff and cut things up. It might have just chopped up the leader of Al-Qaeda, but it's still good for this. Tomatoes, pickles. See this nail? It's gone. Aluminum can, paper thin. Vince Gully? Hey! It's the way Vince would have wanted to go. The only way I died doing what I loved, staring down a Ginsu Hellfire 9X. Love it. USA. We need to be more proud of that. Look at that thing. There's those a picture of it. Those knives are a little bigger. You know those giant ceiling fans you see in restaurants? Yes. You're like, that thing's huge. It's those, and there's six of them. You're just sending a... The front of a plane prop yeah. into a <laughs> only you've sharpened it yeah. to the yeah. finest edge you could ever imagine. Yeah, so basically, it didn't have to hit him dead center; it just has to graze him. It cuts, cuts in, half. in half. Yeah, and and then not only that, if he's like sort of half off, so like you get a right. like if it comes in and gets your shoulder, the other one, the flat one, yeah. is going to cut you in half this way. Yep. You're, you're getting quartered. Yep. Oh God. Damn it! Makes me want to join the military. Or it comes in spinning too. You never yeah. know. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. That's would what, you like uh, a piece of Al Zarwawi? <laughs> the, the British uh, broadcast said occasionally this weapon will go in and go haywire as well because the spinning will actually rotate it out of its range. Like, oh my god, those blades are coming in at you like a propeller, and sometimes it kind of scoots itself over a little. Imagine the practice time that yeah, those that, guys put in. 
with this. Oh. How many elk got taken out? Oh, <laughs> dead cows, these propped up. Cows and everything. We're eating tonight uh, in Iraq when they were bored. Yeah. Like, we still got the Ginsu thing. Let's do it. Because there's a bunch of cows over there and we need to eat. Let's do it. Awesome. Oh, look at that. Awesome. T Bone's around. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I think it's so cool. So proud of our military might. We sit back and act like we're trying to be all sweet and stuff. Surgical strike. We didn't hurt it, but I don't care who you hurt. Get the bad guy. If the other guys are hanging out with them, they probably deserve it too. If I'm in a house with the leader of Al-Qaeda, I didn't like that the news says that. They're like, no one else was killed in the attack. Kill everyone in there. The leader of Al-Qaeda's friends. Get the whole house. But his wife and children. Right. Guilt by association. Bitch is married to the leader of Al-Qaeda. She's no good. I didn't like Ava Braun didn't deserve to be. Nobody's like, oh, we didn't. We shouldn't have done it to Ava. She was a sweetheart. She's married to Hitler. She's got ideas. John, can we combine still this Hitler's morning's around. conversations? Yeah. yeah. Here we go, Jim. <laughs> yeah, if we could get Tony Roman. All right, here we go, Jim. And Tony, we've launched the missile from the drone. You know, I used silence. to be called a drone. My broadcast style actually called droning at one point. As Zakari walks out onto his patio, this is not going to end well. Oh, low and inside, the right blade took him out. Only half of Zakari is still standing. The other half, ironically, not knowing it's dead yet, takes one last sip of coffee as half a body hits the ground. It's got a bummer uh, hamstring and yeah. a left wrist. <laughs> right. They've got wrist. Footage. He can barely walk. Well, look who's coming up. <laughs> look who's on deck. Yeah, it's great. But yeah, I, I Watch can't you cut through this shoe and the poor master wearing them. <laughs> right. I just love this weapon. He would tell the story, orchestrated yeah. the attack. Yeah. Uh-huh. There was a Lance Corporal who had to wander over to make sure it was him. Shouted his name once, taking a huge risk as the missile is away. John, you want <laughs> oh, video? Awesome. It's the same missile that took out the Iranian general in his car. Not familiar with that one, the but we'll have to search yeah. for that. I don't understand it. Maybe somebody in the military can explain it to me. It's all PR. It's the same thing that happened to broadcasting. Yes. Too many people got involved saying, oh, we don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. If you're in a house with the leader of Al-Qaeda, bye. You shouldn't, like, that's the worst thing in the world. Like, I'm not, I know when my friend who killed someone breaks his guns out, and I'm like, hmm, probably shouldn't be friends with you anymore. And that's just one guy. If you're the leader of Al-Qaeda, and I am like, well, I'm an innocent bystander, get out of the house of the guy from the leader of Al-Qaeda. Unless you're selling magazines and you didn't know what house you were at. And that's not happening. They're getting Ebony Jet over there. Queer Times Weekly. They're not doing any of that. The only magazine circulating is Sharia Law and Al-Qaeda. They get people. Al-Qaeda Times. They get people. people, Al-Qaeda people, it's called. Sexiest Al-Qaeda alive. It's me against Abahari. Landslide. Yeah, you kill all of them. I don't want to hear about just killing. Yeah. The only disappointing thing was that missile only got one. I just sliced up seven or eight of those Al-Qaeda and made sandwiches out of them after. Because who's the next man up over there? If he's in the house. Yeah. And now he's mad. Hey, bleeding hearts. You know what's also too violent? Happened about 21 years ago. Yeah, yeah. G-T-F-O-H. Yeah, yeah, God damn it. <laughs> about 21 years ago. Yeah. 9-11. I'm going to kill the whole house. John, there was a movie that had this. It's called Phantasm. Oh, oh yeah, yeah the ball. that little ball. Oh, that's right. Spike that's ball. where they got the idea. Anyway, whoever invented it, we need to know his name. We know, like, Einstein's name and Oppenheimer and all that. Where's the guy? Was who it Popeil? Where Ron Popeil invented <laughs> this bomb? 
John, the you pocket had a, fisherman, the Popeil missile. The you had an bomb. uncle that passed <laughs> away. Microphone. You know that they had to test this missile on human targets. Imagine the person that yeah. donated their body to science just to have that happen to them. Now they get that claim to fame. Oh, I'd do that. I'm the one that took out the general. Yeah. Just we want to thank Bob, <laughs> uh, Uncle Bob, <laughs> donating his body and finding out exactly what this some bitch can do. <laughs> That's the military. Throw test. There you go. We have to do it. We uh, leaned Uncle Bob against it and it chopped him in three. I can't imagine what it would be like coming at him at 150 miles an hour. So we're not too worried about the Ginsu blades going bananas. Ah, what a weapon. What a country. I love it here. We need to shoot one a day at someone until everybody kind of goes, whoa. I don't think Trump knew we had those. Or oh, we would have used we, them. We'd have been chucking yeah. those all over the place. It would have been like frisbees on the beach. We'd have just had them airborne. Mumbly peg in the sky. I just decided to shoot another one. Bye, Rosie O'Donnell. Whoops. <laughs> and now there's a lot less Rosie O'Donnell, which, you know what? <laughs> a doctor has been telling her for years, it needs to be a lot less of you, Rosie. You're not going to make it. And now he's right. She was an easy target to hit because she's the size of a planet. Yeah, we need to huck that thing at everyone. And get cameras People are on asking it. me to post it. There's the, there there it is on a stand. So it's a yeah. large fourth, fifth grader, maybe? Yeah. It's a fourth or fifth grade boy. Sure. 80, 90 pounds. Is that, well, I was seventh grade. I wouldn't. Oh, I was tiny, though. 90 pounds in yeah. seventh grade. So like a, a sixth grade boy. Surprising. A Japanese scientist who designed it. <laughs> who did it? <laughs> <laughs> the Ginsu? You know, yeah. color. And you put the sharpened knife on the side. Also, watch this. Honey uh, in the volcano. <laughs> How would you do that? This is our next weapon. We drop a surround him in the impenetrable circle of onion. Then light the middle on fire, he become volcano. Well, everyone cheer. Are we turning? Everything is turning into a teppanyaki. That's our weapons. Oh, it's great. And the fact the news wasn't all proud of it makes me mad. Watching them kind of say, we got them. You don't need to know how. I want to know how. There was nothing cooler when we found out we got bin Laden with a shot to the eyeball. And his face was unrecognizable because they put one through his ugly effing head blew his brains out and then all we got were pictures of the carpet where he was and it was covered in blood and you're like that had to be a good scene we as americans deserved that photo of him when they dumped him off and gave him a proper burial ah, at least put cameras on him so we could watch the sharks and stuff taking him apart or fish anything but nothing we we got robbed and this one there's got to be footage brett's right yeah it'll be out there but start collecting all the piss bags of presidents starting today and attach them to the missiles. Sir, you're going to have to step over yeah. here for a second. We can Why? end it. I'm just pissing in this bag, Jack. <laughs> Put the sons of Wahari. And he did it. That's great You stuff. know, Trump would have dropped a deuce right oh. on one just to get Put it Put a there. poop in it. Put a poop in it for <laughs> Zawahari. I'm not against that. No. Oh. And he just covered it. He's just cutting thirds and covered in Trump piss and poop. <laughs> I mean, what, what's more proud as a United States, other than just digging up George Washington and tearing out his insides and putting them on this bomb? That's the most patriotic thing I've ever heard in my life. Love it. You're sickening. Yep. You, you can go F yourself because we can't be friends if you don't like what I'm saying. <laughs> I can't be friends with somebody. They shouldn't kill Al-Qaeda that way. They should round them up. Great idea. I um, hope a Ginsu missile hits you. Covered in my urine. Yeah, just put the uh, put it on the tip. 
a water balloon, urine balloon in the front. It, first thing. It's just the tip, huh? Yeah, make it look like a water balloon. And then the rest of them goes through. There's more than that. I do have to say, how fast is something moving that? Because, you know, I'm not as fleet of foot as I used to be, but I'm pretty sure if I saw a missile coming at me. I know. I was just like. He didn't. He didn't see it or hear it or anything. It just hit him. The timing. That's amazing. It looks like it went through um, kind of a glass. It went through his little window. Yeah. So he he probably was out on the patio, turned, and back in. Don't know if he was inside the window. Yeah. And that's where he visited. He was there. That's what we know. Standing in that little opening. And he didn't see it coming. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, the guy you're talking to just goes, <laughs> like somebody cut jello. He's what if, just falling. What if you turn around and you're like, is that, is that a hummingbird? Look at that thing. Yeah. Oh, it's getting bigger. Remember an airplane oh. when the other pilot was jello? <laughs> <laughs> and he just he got cut up and he just slid off of himself? That's this. Oh, I'm so proud of this. Every Military guys, you all, you all eat free today. Anywhere you want to go based on this. I think everybody just say, look, did you hear we killed Zawahari with the coolest thing ever? You get free food wherever you go today. Just wear your uniform. I think that's the way we should be. Oh, I want to know what I, I learned about this missile yesterday. Yeah. What don't I know? I like. I mean, you know it all. Oh, we know, we know every. I want a laundry list of all they have. But they were denying ever. Somebody even brought it up. Like, well, that's a child's toy. Can't invent one of those. That's silly talk. The sound bomb's gone away. The <laughs> the, the brown noise bomb. The sound bomb. Yeah, the sound bomb that blows dudes up, like, and nobody hears a thing except for him. I love that. It'll kill a man from about 500 meters. What's it do? It just sends a sound directly to his body that blows him up internally. And the guys around him, they don't even hear it. He just blows up. Dude just blows up next to you. And drops. What happened? Oh, God, it's that stupid sound bomb. They can end an entire, and they can spread it out if they want to hit like seven or eight dudes and just bounce it off them. Ah, oh, it's the best. We got so much great stuff. Lasers. We got lightsabers. I know we do. Somewhere in there. The lightsaber missile. It shoots out lightsabers. <laughs> and then it returns home like a good dog. Oh. oh. You pat the great missile job, on missile. Great job. Did you get him? Who's a good boy? I got excited watching the new live PD, which is called OP Live, but OP Live makes me think of Ron Howard. So I was watching this thing. I still call it live PD. And uh, this dude was walking down the side of the freeway, and he left his car, and the cop pulled over like, wonder what's going on. His wife's still in the car in the passenger seat. He's like, what, what happened? She goes, oh, the car's broken. And he saw you pull up, and he's worried. She's like, why? Well, he thinks he's got a warrant. He's like, oh, well, now I have to go get him. So they start walking through this field, and he jets off takes off the cop's barely moving and he and he lets the dog go and they run off into the carolina woods and dan abrams cuts back oh we're gonna go to indiana now and then we're gonna run off to florida and like, let's go back to that thing in south carolina and then cut back to it and you just hear ah, ah, ah. <laughs> the dog is just tearing this dude's leg off and he won't let go. And he's laying there. He's like, I'll do whatever you want. I'll do whatever you want. He hopped, the dog hopped like a six-foot fence. None of the cops could barely get over it. Like They had to help each other over. And then, well, the dude running managed to get over. Because they didn't know where he got over the fence. The dog sent Air him. Air bud. Caught him. Grabbed him by the leg and all four good teeth in his knee and uh, on, on top of his calf. And his legs just oh. gushing blood. And the guy's like, don't do it. And he's like swinging. Don't hit that dog. And he rolls him back over. He puts his hands behind his back himself. He goes, once we cuff you, we'll get him off. Please. Ah, ah. 
just screaming. I'm like, this is the best television show I have ever watched. Ever. And then the best part, this dog that just shredded some dickhead. The guy can't walk anymore. They had to drop him over they the fence. Him up. They did, oh, good boy. Who's a good boy? <laughs> That's all you get. In a, like, after all that screaming and terror and horror. Who's a good boy? You're a good boy. That's a happy dog. Who wants a greenie? You want a greenie? You want a greenie? Into those dog trials. Those Don't give greenies out, Brady. Oh, that's right. Bad for digestion. People, dogs choke on them. We're going to get you a burger. Good boy. Get that blood off your mouth. Look at you. Dirty little fella. Who wants a snossage? It was hilarious. That's better. No greenies. That was hilarious, though. Because, I mean, it was horrible human terror followed by, who's a good boy? And the dog's just like, yes! <laughs> he got to do, finally got to do what he wanted, but it was like a mile. They just let him go. Go find that bad idiot. That was awesome. We need more of that. And then yesterday, you know, you think Brett Crandall sends us some stuff. There's a show on our, our parent company's television station, uh, Reels, on Reels yeah. called Most Shocking. It's just people getting hit by cars, like over and over again. This uh, One dude just got into an accident, rolled his car on the freeway. The freeway was was raining, and he's like, I survived it. I'm lucky. And then another car loses control, hits his car that's on its top, rolls it over on top of him. Oh! <laughs> and then, But the best part is it stayed up on the guardrail. So it broke his legs, but he's you just see him again crawling out from under the car. And it's like, can Jeez. you imagine? You're in a rollover accident. You're like, whoo. That was close. Anyway, I'm safe, and the cops are here, and they've got us here. And then another car just bashes into your broke car. Like, how much does God hate you that day? You <laughs> try to roll it over, and you survive again. You're like, your eyes open. You're like, oh, my God. I'm unbreakable. And just when he thought everything was okay, a Cadillac hit his SUV and rolled it on top of him. <laughs> Two and one to Jaeger. I mean, incredible. That I had to turn it. Because there were so many, like, it was so violent watching these wrecks. You had I turned it. it. I'm like, wow. I, I can't. Cause every time. It's the it, reason you watch. I watch TV, and I, I'm like, holy <laughs> Every three seconds. Holy <laughs> Can't watch this. Some uh-huh. dude fell asleep and uh, going about 90 miles an hour and just flies across a gas station. Hits the pump, and it goes right inside. Oh, the, and man. And two, two dudes move out of the way, and the lady behind the counter just puts her hands up, and a steel beam that holds the whole building up shoots past her head, misses her by like an inch, and the whole thing's on video from every angle, and nobody died. I almost had a heart attack, but nobody else died. It's a, That show is horrible. Shouldn't have said that. Crandall's going to step up his game today. Most shocking on our on our Start pulling them from that. Yeah. Hubbard Broadcasting's Reels channel, which I've been all over since Opie Live's been on. Opie Live is just a bad name. <laughs> they got to change Opie Live. Live PD, they can't call it that anymore, but OP Live is the thing. On Patrol Live. Best show ever. Watching dogs eat people. It's the best. Uh, let's get a wake-up song. What do you got over there, Bert? All right. Uh, you guys know Action Ride Shop. Bringing you guys the wake-up song. It's e-bike season for, uh, well, at least this month. I think it goes into next month. As it is, right? August. Yeah. Well, no, don't say that. No, I think he's. I think he was September. I oh, think okay. he was saying into September. Because you did that. But with rumor maybe, maybe has not. It. You did it with their July sales, saying you think July sales good. Wait till August. Don't do that. It's you only, did that too. Though. But it's the third of August. <laughs> <laughs> You're basically killing business for thirty I, I, days. I didn't throw it. Yeah, but 
But the original sales there are still there. But he added the commuter bikes in, which yeah. weren't in the original sale. So. Incredible. But uh, look, you get 10% off e-mountain e- bikes, 25% off rentals, and uh, 15% off the uh, commuter model. We, Josh's marketing yeah. class. Oh, he even told us when he emailed. He goes, look, I think it's funny that Brett totally effed up my entire July. Oh, yeah. He said, but I think it's funny, so let's carry it on into August. You think July sales good? <laughs> The savings Just in August wait. will destroy July. But you can go there now. Thinking about wait. buying? Yeah. No, 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 and no. You did no. it again. It's, this is carrying on into next month? <laughs> wait till you see what they got in store for September. Hell, it's going to December at this yeah. case. You uh, buy a bike now, you're going to save, but not like in a couple weeks. <laughs> uh, uh, on the list, a lot of stuff for uh, Vin. Yeah, obviously, Centerfield from Fogarty comes up. Hail to the King from Avenged Sevenfold. Uh, you're the best for Vin. Uh, God forbid, to the fallen hero. It's James Hetfield's birthday. It so is? Somebody, yeah, so somebody wanted to hear Leopard Messiah, Papa uh, Roach, Terror, Hatebreed, Static X, and then, of course, all the uh, all the talk with the Ginsu knife uh, coming oh, up. Yes. Uh, Hatebreed, destroy Screaming everything. Fire. Static X, destroy all. Yeah. Hetfield's 59. Bullet with a name, Screaming all Fire. All right. Rain and Blood. I guess it's 69 with somebody in a wheelchair. kind of rhyme. 59. I don't know. I, I like the idea of it being, uh, since it's Hetfield's birthday, we do something for him. Vin, Vin got his tribute. All right. He'll be around for the whole week. I hope they have, like, God, I, I, we got to get video of that Ginsu chopping that dude up, though. I, you know somebody's going to be sending it to something us. Something has to. Oh, we'll, we'll, yeah, if anybody's going to have it, it's yeah. our audience. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is our. And, we, oh, Brett and I have to say thanks to the UTV guys. We went out. I have not experienced... Uh, what I saw or heard, I should say, yesterday. I I guess I've kind of taken a step back of what goes inside of cars for stereos nowadays. That 80s. Over and above the uh, oh, manufacturer oh. car coming off Manufactur- the uh, Cars coming out of the deck are pretty good. This was mind-numbing. It's like it was as loud as a concert and the cleanest sound I've ever heard. They put in, they've got stereos and they, they basically upgrade all the uh, Can-Ams and like razors, and they, they can do all yeah. the outdoor stuff and put these gigantic uh, speakers and stuff on there. But they're better than the marine stuff because they can take mud yeah. and all that. Be but we submerged. Went, yeah. We went down there yesterday, and I am going to make the most frivolous, stupid purchase you can imagine to put inside my Jeep because I can't live if the sound in my car isn't close to what I heard yesterday. I can't sound believe you didn't throw the credit card down because you, you, you were on edge. Well, I also wanted to look and see which one I want because I don't want to get half of that and realize that and they have some of the coolest stuff in there, that big Frankenstein. What was that? I, it was some kind of Can-Am yeah, uh, new UTV. Built a truck top on, on a Can-Am. And the inside of it had air conditioning and everything. I'm trying to awesome. picture You can't. It's Frankenstein's yeah. head. Uh, we, we, we should have a picture. I think Wintermeyer will have it. Oh, I'll post right. it up a little bit later today. But, but it's yeah. Yeah, UTV stereo over there on uh, we were, we were, uh, Baseline yeah. and uh, Sossman. Tom knows him and said, you yeah. guys want to come out? So Brett and I went out there and I, I didn't know. And they do car stuff too, I which was know. great. Yeah. Well, they're going to do Jeep stuff because <laughs> I have I I didn't know that that had that quality had gotten so good. Yeah. And you can spend thousands and thousands of dollars and have like the greatest sound in your car ever, or a reasonable amount. What we heard yesterday for a whole new system with amps and everything else wasn't that much, and it sounded no. better than anything I've ever heard. I remember in the eighties and nineties when you know booming car boom yeah. boom boom. Your whole trunk. Yeah, the whole thing would start and it would shake. They've mastered it to where it doesn't rattle the whole car anymore. Whatever was going on yesterday. What was, they've done with subs. And, and the high ends? 
they're the size of a pen, and they sound better than. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, I, I was bragging on that yesterday. I'm like, you got to hear it. I told Doug Hopkins because his his he he's uh, something to do with that hub restaurant that burned down across the right, street yeah. there. And I asked him, oh, "Is that yours?" And he said, "Yeah." So you got to go across the street to that UTV because he's got the toys. He's got the Can Am and the Razors and that. And I'm like, "Oh, he'll be sold." Load up, man! It's incredible. The sound was I no, no kidding, Brady. We've been to concerts, yeah, where I'm like, it's not as loud as what we were sitting in in that car. And I don't know if if you like it loud, it it's not distorted. Clear. Yeah, it was clean. It was clean. I didn't know they could talk about technology. That Ginsu missile, this stuff. And the crazy thing is, like, even the amps are like you know like really small compared to what yeah. they used to be. I mean, a little bit bigger than your you'd phone. Have to, yeah. You'd need extra yeah. space or cut something yep. out. Mm-hmm. We used to have to put them under the seat in yeah. the Jeep, and then you'd worry about them flooding and stuff because there's water. Not anymore. I told Megan, I'm like, guess what? We're, that's going to happen. You're already too loud with your car. There's going to be a concert in the Jeep. I always forget to turn it down when I park. It's, and I, my, for whatever reason, my... Stereo goes to 38. That's the loudest it can go. And I got a sub in there and I got all that. And it's loud. And I turn it off and I forget. And then the next time we're in the car, I fire it up. Usually it's Doja Cat, Dua Lipa, or something like uh, Terror. It's, it's never really consistent. Like you don't, don't know what you're getting. Just explodes out of the car. It scares me every time. And she almost cries. And she goes, Is it louder than what you've got? Is that what you're going to do? And I'm like, Oh, yeah. It's about five to 10 times louder than what I've got. And I'm not kidding. Well, that's totally unnecessary. I'm like, for you. <laughs> to me, I need Doja Cat louder. <laughs> I need terror to scare people. I want Four all in the, the morning. Stuff. You're going to be yeah. just blasting. Oh, nothing better than if I have uh, Zeal and Ardor. They're going to heat my water. <laughs> Devil is fine. I want to wake people with that as I'm leaving the cul-de-sac. I want Satanist stuff just to permeate through i gotta get both jeeps done because i honestly so thanks to those guys for having us out there showing a new world no no idea it did the door opened and it was like being in wonka's uh, chocolate factory i had no idea that and they make it they're like local they do it here they're it's pretty cool it's their own stuff they were great so i'll be back for sure but they were very kind to us. And then Hooters yesterday. I can get had, rid of those Marshall stacks in my car right yeah, now. Yeah, I don't I know why you've been toting those around way too long. Yeah, and then they drag behind when the kids are in the car. <laughs> uh, we went to Hooters yesterday also for Cha-Ching Chavez because Tom took us to lunch. Tom was schmoozing us yesterday. I want you to meet some of my friends. I'm like, all right. And we went over to Hooters afterwards. Tom is a... Uh, I don't know if his wife wants people to know. Tom's a regular, evidently. He, he spent some time he over there. He was norm when he walked in. <laughs> oh, Everybody yeah. knew his name. And, oh, Wintermeyer wanders in. He's like, how you doing, Tommy? Hey, Big T. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> Hi, Brittany. He knows them. <laughs> they know him. Like, Wintermeyer knows everybody in this Hooters. No wonder, because we were on... You want the usual? We're on Sossaman <laughs> and Baseline. Tom goes, well, for coming out here with me, you guys, uh, can I take you to lunch? And we're like, sure. Hooters. Oh, I'm a school in 60. I'm like, that's not even close, but all right. <laughs> He was dying to go back in, and everybody knew him. You guys working on anything at the station, Tommy? Baby, I'm always working on something. How you doing? You never know what I could come up with next. I'm, I'm filming I've a, got ideas for you. I got a project, and I think you're perfect for it, baby. <laughs> and Wintermeyer was amazing. So thanks to Tom and the girls at Hooters and yeah. Cha-Ching Chavez in the middle of the day. Good stuff. Got to hand it to Wintermeyer, too. He took down two of the big boys and then came back to work, I think. A little bit drunk. <laughs> I don't know. He's good to go. And then Tom's always talking about it. Every time I've had lunch with uh, our sales guy, Tom Wintermeyer, 
he, he like we went to Porta Subs once, and he's like, "I'll just have the the, um, the no meat. No, just no uh, he doesn't want any of the wrapping. He don't want bread. Yeah, like oh, a, yeah, a bowl. No carbs. He does a bowl. Yeah, it's, it's a protein sandwich. But then he's like pouring dressing on it, and he's just hammering it. I'm like, that's not. And just eat the thing like a normal. Go to lunch with him the next time. I'll just have a salad. I'm like, who are you fooling here, Ralphie? Man, knock it off. You just eat like the rest of us. I got to go to the beach this weekend. Well, you got three days. You're not going to make it. But he got a side of chicken wings. Right. And, yeah, and he demanded we get chicken wings. We're going to get those chicken wings. I'm like, you're going to get a salad and then a plate of wings. And two large beers. Well, I'll be, I'll be on the beach on Saturday. So you, what, you plan on losing 94 pounds by beach day? He might top Toledo and road tripping. He drives. He'll, he'll drive he 12 he hours yeah. uh, for a weekend. Yeah, that dude drives. And 12 hours back. But he was. Yeah, he took care of us all yesterday. So yeah. Really nice. And all the girls at Hooters that know Tom. Sorry about that. Evidently, he's one of the creepers. <laughs> he knew about the photo wall, which I didn't know about at Hooters. Did you know about that? No. We were in there. It's just a load of dudes, which Hooters is, right? There's no women in there outside of the, the staff. And there's a new wall in there that you can go and take pictures with the girl. Oh. <laughs> oh. And then you post it up on Instagram. I'm at Hooters. So it's like all these, you know, electricians and construction guys go, Brittany, may I ask for your hand in photography? <laughs> <laughs> and then you wander over to the wall together and you take a picture. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's like, – poor Brittany has to – like these guys are thinking that there's a little connection there. And they're putting it up on Facebook. And You had a picture with a Hooters girl? You? I'm making headway with her. She gets me uh, my drinks now. I don't have to ask anybody else. <laughs> that's her job. She makes the best wings. Yeah, they should have signs up to just say, look, eyeballs only. Calm down, boys. But the pictures help out for Hooters, and I, the girls are willing to do it. But, boy, that's... Would you like to take a photo with me? I'd like to commemorate this moment for a lifetime. Sure, as as you're tipping. Sure, Tommy, let's go over. Tom's got, like, a photo His album. collection. Yeah, he's got his own Volumes. Instagram page of just his pictures with the ladies. I mean, he basically gave us a tour without, you know, we didn't need anybody. There's, we didn't need a manager or anything. Yeah. Okay, now here's a photo wall. We went into the this back. Is- <laughs> Whoa, what are they tummies? Hey, oh, how are the wings going today? Hot, hot, spicy wings, brother. Pinchy Tom. Yeah, it was weird. Tom knows Hooters well. I didn't see that coming no. at all. Not even close. It's out of control now. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric's Family BBQ.com.